Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Clutter. I'm your host, Margot Statton, a professional organizer specializing in chronic clutter. And today I want to give you the inside scoop on how a professional organizer actually declutters. So I've helped dozens of women who have felt overwhelmed by all the clutter in their home, felt stuck and didn't know where to start to go from cluttered chaos to a peaceful home they can essentially be proud of. And I am here to tell you that while in this moment, you might feel like it is so beyond your reach, you too can achieve that wonderful calm in your space by simply avoiding these three simple mistakes. When I first started my decluttering journey seven years ago, I was very eager to get my home quickly organized. Who does not want a Pinterest worthy space? Now, the first thing I did was head to the container store to buy beautiful containers, home goods for stylish bins, and Amazon for drawer dividers on a budget. To me, at the time, because I was not a professional as of yet, that seemed like a logical first step. So when I got home, here's what happened. Not only did some of the stuff not fit in my drawers at all, measure before you buy, by the way, but somehow my dressers were still overflowing, the closet door wouldn't close, and my kitchen drawers failed to wow me with its pile of stuff. My home now just resembled an organized junk drawer, and that was definitely not looking picture perfect. Let me know, can you relate? When you started your decluttering journey, or maybe you didn't even begin decluttering, but you were like, I need to organize. I don't have a problem with clutter. It's just a problem of organization. And then you run out, you buy all of these things, you spend a bunch of money, you bring it home and you're like, this did not work. And now I just blew a ton of cash and I don't feel that great. I don't know. Did it happen to you? It happened to me. The problem there is that, you know, for me, I had too much stuff. What happens is, especially if you are just starting out, you are trying to organize your clutter. And organizing clutter does not work. It is a complete and utter waste of time. It's essentially putting a Band-Aid on a problem. It might look nice for a day, but it will never, and I do mean never, be sustainable. The minute you go to pull out a pair of jeans, the entire drawer will resemble chaos. It's not that you suck at organizing. It's that you just have way too much stuff. And as a professional organizer, many of my clients tell me, Margo, I don't have too much stuff. I just need to organize it better. And I'm like, No. (laughs) All of my clients, when working with me, the first thing that they have to do is they actually have to send me photographs of the space that they've decided to begin to declutter. And I can tell you from experience with a lot of people, when you all send me photographs and I look at them, it is not about judgment, right? This is why we're here. We want to declutter. We want to achieve a clutter-free home. There is no judgment at all. But when I receive a photograph of like, overflowing messy closet and you're trying to organize it and you can't figure out why you can't I'm like you gotta declutter first I'm not saying any of this to be harsh to be cruel I just I don't want you to waste time energy 
effort into something that's just not going to work. Organizing clutter is a waste of time. So as a professional organizer, I always declutter first, then declutter again, and then maybe even a third time, and only then move on to organization once we're down to the necessities. So please stop trying to organize your clutter. Instead, invest the same time into decluttering. I promise you will get to the fun part of organization, but only after you purge. All right, moving on to mistake number two and something that a professional organizer always avoids. So one of the best ways to feel unaccomplished is to jump from room to room decluttering random things. So you do some work, but you never really see results, okay? So I call this sporadic decluttering and it doesn't work. We all want our entire home to be clutter-free, but doing a little here and a little over there is not going to get you the end result that you want. We need to treat decluttering just like cleaning. So when you're vacuuming, for example, your living room rug, you're never like, I'm just going to vacuum this tiny corner here on the left and I'll do the rest later. No, we vacuum the entire rug. Same thing. You know, you're cleaning your bathroom sink. You're never like, I'm just going to clean the left side and, you know, I'll do the right side next week. No, we finish the entire project. With decluttering, the same rule applies. You want to complete a project. And I don't mean like an entire room. I mean, like even a small project from start to finish. You begin decluttering a drawer in the kitchen, finish it. You want to declutter your dresser or dresser drawer finish it. You start decluttering your pantry. Don't move on to like your bakeware until you have finished. Now I know it's incredibly easy to get distracted. I sympathize with some of you who have ADHD, but I can tell you I have worked with many clients who get distracted easily and together we come up with a simple game plan and with accountability and support, we're able to stay on track. What really helps, especially if you have ADHD, is to chunk declutter. So you declutter in sprints, not marathons. It could be 10 minutes at a time. It could be 15 minutes at a time. But I highly discourage you from attempting to do an hour. Also, it is fresh start February. I absolutely love February because I feel like, you know, in December we make New Year's resolutions and then we're all hyped in January and then somehow like mid-January it just like tapers off. You're like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, every week and, you know, we buy the membership. Hopefully we even go for a week or two and then we stop. But I don't know, something about February, I, I like to think of it as fresh start February where we can, you know, kind of resume, right? <laughs> our goals for the year. So if you are interested in having 2024 be your clutter-free year, I actually have an incredible love your home promotion happening right now. So you get one month of one-on-one coaching with me at 75% off. So you end up paying just 49 bucks for 30 days. And I do promise you that you will see results as a applies to your clutter within those 30 days. If you are interested to learn more, there is a link in the show notes. Moving on to mistake number three and something a professional organizer never does and you shouldn't either. A professional organizer never thinks of decluttering as kind of like a once and done deal. I have decluttering on my weekly 
to-do list. So decluttering our entire home is a huge undertaking in the beginning, but once we declutter, the truth is unless you build consistent decluttering habits into your weekly, monthly, and yearly routine, the clutter will build back again. And the last thing we want is to invest months of decluttering, right? The chaos of purging and getting rid of the stuff. It's a lot of hard work. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie. Decluttering in the beginning, like that phase one is not easy, but the last thing you want is to invest all this time and energy and then have the clutter build back up again six months later. Like that is dreadful. That's why having decluttering on your daily, monthly, and yearly to-do list will help you maintain your clutter-free home. And a certain amount of clutter making its way back into your home is totally normal. There is no such thing as completely clutter-free. The only way you are achieving a fully clutter-free home is if you and your family move out and your house is vacant, okay? We are human beings. We buy stuff. Our kids bring stuff into the house, you know, pets, whatever. We get gifts for the holidays. Like, there is no such thing as new clutter. Like, it doesn't happen. So once you've gone through like phase one, phase two, phase three of decluttering, um, you know, it's really about just treating decluttering like cleaning. It should be part of regular habits, regular schedule. So for example, um, I have a nine-year-old daughter and she has a ton of paperwork that she brings back from school. That drives me crazy. I have, so we actually have a designated bin for her to put all her paperwork in. And our rule is that once the bin gets full, we declutter it. And sometimes we end up decluttering once a month and sometimes more frequently. The same thing could be said for your wardrobe, for example. You know, every single season, go through the stuff that you did not wear. So instead of, you know, especially if you're somebody that like puts away, you know, rotates clothing and stuff. If you did not wear it at the end of a season and you don't plan on wearing it the following year, declutter it now. Don't wait until the next year where you're like, oh, crap, this is still in my closet, right? Seasonal decluttering of clothing. I still practice this and I'm like down to bare minimums. But still, you know, over a season, sometimes, you know, a sweater gets pills on it or whatnot. Don't hold on to the item. Try decluttering your clothing. But there are these little things that we can do to maintain our subjectively clutter-free home. I like to think of like decluttering and cleaning going hand in hand. So it's like saying, I will only wash my dishes once a year or wipe counters or wash my floors. That's not how it works, right? We consistently clean our homes and we should be consistently decluttering as well. And So I employ the spot and toss technique in my home. So for example, I recently ran out of my favorite colors in my eyeshadow palette. Now, it was incredibly tempting to keep the eyeshadow palette because I was like, just in case, maybe I'll, you know, want to wear this darker color. I never do. I've never worn darker colors. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Anyway, I had one second to decide whether or not I'm going to put it back in my makeup caddy or get rid of it. And I chose to get rid of it. So that is what I mean by spot and toss. So anytime you encounter an item or you've used up an item or whatever it is, take that one second to make the decision to let the item go as opposed to keep it and then items pile up right? It's an eyeshadow, then it's a dried up mascara, then it's some kind of face cream that you're never going to use. So instead of having the clutter build up, instead of putting it back, take the one second to choose to recycle or toss it. 
So to drive the point home, in order to maintain a clutter-free home, decluttering has to be a part of your regular routine. And that is really the essence of how a professional organizer is able to keep clutter at a minimum. So don't organize your clutter, don't leave projects unfinished, and make decluttering a part of your everyday life. Thank you so much for listening. As always, good luck on your decluttering journey and remember to be good to yourself.